over, over, let's turn it over and over, over, let's turn it over and over. Yitzhak grows up in Canaan, Yaakov has to trick Lavan, he steals the birthright from Esav, he meets Rachel, they fall in love. This week's Parsha is Vayishlach. The Parsha where Yaakov reunites with his brother Esav, at first with great fear and trepidation, but he finds out that Esav has been living a wonderful life of his own, has his own family, has his own land, has his own fortune, and seemingly Esav is prepared to move forward in life allowing bygones to be bygones, and forgetting all of their troubled history from two parshiot ago. Now, right before Yaakov and Esav reunite, we learn about a very interesting encounter that Yaakov has that changes the course of Jewish history forever. But this encounter, which is so important to who we are as a people, is shrouded in mystery. There is so much more about this encounter that we do not know than what we do know. And so I'd like to just share what the text says about this encounter, followed by a very interesting, dramatic, and dare I say controversial midrash and addition to this moment. So first, what do we know about the text? Well, we know that in anticipation of Esav coming up on Yaakov, Yaakov splits up his family into two camps. And after he has brought his family over to the other side of the river, it says, Vayevater Yaakov levado. Jacob was left alone. Vayavek ish imo ad alot hashachar. And a man wrestled with him until the break of dawn. The text in Parshat Vayishlach continues, Vayar kilo yacholo, this mysterious man, this mysterious figure, saw that he could not defeat Yaakov, and he wrenches Yaakov's hip out of his socket, straining Yaakov's leg. And then this mysterious figure says, Let me go, for dawn is breaking. But Yaakov said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And this mysterious other person or other thing said, What is your name? And Yaakov said, My name is Yaakov. And he said, this mysterious figure said, Your name shall no longer be Yaakov, but from now on you shall be called Yisrael. Ki sharit im Elohim ve'im anashim vatuchal. Because you have sharit, you have wrestled with God and with people, and you have prevailed. That's what we know about this encounter, in which Yaakov receives a new name, a name that will forever be linked with the Jewish people, a name that will forever be linked with our promised land and our homeland, the name Yisrael. However, we know very little about this figure that gives the blessing to Yaakov. On the surface, we know that it is a man, because it says in the text, Ish. 
we know that for some reason this man can not be out after dawn, after the day begins, after the sun rises. We know that this man has the ability to bless people and that this man has the ability to give out new names. And we find out later that this man's name is impossible to know because Yaakov says, what is your name? And the man says, you cannot know my name. And so when you have a big moment like this with very little details and a lot of question marks around it, the rabbis who wrote these Midrashim that we cite so often go crazy with excitement for an opportunity to flesh out, to share thoughts of what was actually happening here. In the Midrash in Bereshit Rabbah, which is the main source of Midrashim about Sefer Bereshit, really begins with the moment when Yaakov is moving his family back and forth over the river. And Yaakov meets a man, according to the Midrash, and says, hey, do you think you could actually help me out? I've got a lot of stuff, and it's a long story, but I need to have some of my stuff left over here, but some of it to come with me onto the other side of the river. And this mysterious man says, uh, yeah, sure, I'm happy to help you. And this man, very quickly, supernaturally quickly, is able to get the stuff over the river. And Yaakov says, wow, that's really impressive, uh, kind of strangely impressive that you're able to so quickly carry the stuff. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that you're able to do that. Uh, can I actually help you with your stuff? And the man says, yes, yeah, sure. Uh, do you think you could help me get my camels across the river? And Yaakov says, uh, sure, there don't seem to be that many. And Yaakov brings all of his camels, this man's camels, over to the other side of the river. And then he looks back to the side of the river, and there are more camels. And he says, oh, uh, I didn't realize that you had so many camels. And the man says, yes, yes, I do. And he says, oh, okay, um... Well, uh, you were so helpful before. Let me just help you by bringing over more of your camels. And he brings over what he thinks is the rest of them. And then he looks over the side of the river and there are more camels. And he says, uh, what is your deal? This just is unusual. And at this point, Yaakov is getting very suspicious. And when that man is nearby some other people, Yaakov yells, that's a magician. You can't trust him. And the man says, oh, <laughs> you think I'm a magician, huh? Would a magician be able to do this? And according to the Midrash, the man puts his finger into the ground and a big explosion happens like a volcano of fiery lava. And it comes on to Yaakov. But Yaakov says, hey, don't you know that the people of Israel are one day going to be compared to a fire later in the Tanakh because our flame burns so brightly and can't be extinguished? So you throwing lava at me, mysterious magician man, 
actually can't stop me. And the man says, oh, yeah, well, maybe this can. And then he grabs them and they start to wrestle. And the man says, it turns out that I am an angel and not just any angel. I am the guardian angel of your brother Asav, and I have come here to defeat you. And they wrestle all through the night. Yaakov, a person who is blessed by God, but a mere mortal, wrestling in a cosmic fight against the guardian angel of his brother Asav. Now this guardian angel is so embarrassed that Yaakov isn't being defeated, he takes a cheap shot at his leg, knocking the hip out of its socket. And he says, ha, I got you. And Yaakov says, hey, my hip might be out of its socket and I may be injured, but there is no way that you are going to be able to defeat me. And our rabbis believe that this is a sign by Yaakov to say that the Jewish people, that B'nai Israel, will very often be injured and be down but nothing will ever actually defeat them entirely. A message that certainly resonates today. And in this fight, eventually Yaakov grabs the angel and says, All right, so you're an angel. Tell me what your name is so that I can know your name to defeat you. And according to the Midrash, the man says, I take many forms. I am not a mortal. And so I don't have a name. But from now on, your name will be Yisrael because you have fought against a divine figure, a messenger directly from God with magical powers, and you have somehow still managed to overcome. Yisrael, good for you. And it's at that moment, according to the Midrash, that it was decided in the cosmos that in fact, Yaakov had successfully earned his birthright that he had taken from his brother and the blessing that he had tricked his father into giving him. And at that moment, Yaakov is no longer known as being the heel of his brother, the Ekev, the heel of his brother, but from now on will be known as Yisrael. But because his parents, Yitzchak and Rivka, were the ones who gave him the name Yaakov. It is still a blessed name. And we know plenty of wonderful people who are named Yaakov because it is still a very strong name. And that's why sometimes throughout the Torah and throughout our stories, we will refer to Yaakov as Yaakov and sometimes refer to him as Yisrael. But as I said before, Yaakov and Esav reunite they go their separate ways, and Yaakov finally, at the end of this week's Parsha, arrives to the land of Canaan, the land of his ancestors, to claim rightfully his land, the promised land, the land of Israel. And once he has settled, all of his family drama that started from when he was a baby, to when he was a young man, to when he was a nephew, to when he was a husband, all of that drama is finished now that he has children. No, I'm just kidding. Of course it doesn't. In fact, in Parsha Vayishlach, there's a very dramatic story about him and his daughter Dina, which I shared in last year's telling of Parsha Vayishlach. So I encourage you to click the link and listen back to 
last year's version of Vayishlach. But not only the story of Dina and her brothers do things get complicated, but things are about to get very complicated for Yaakov and his sons, otherwise known as Jacob, Jacob and sons. But that is going to have to wait until next over, week's over, podcast version. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Over, over, let's go.